Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's April 2020, and I am on the farm right now in our barn studio. And just being completely transparent with you, the windows are open, the birds are singing. It is springtime. I can see the bees outside working the flowers. They're in full bloom. I'm telling you, it is a technicolor. (laughs) It is a technicolor dream outside. There's pinks, there's yellows, there's bright greens and blue sky. When the sun came up this morning, I remember I remember getting up and having that cup of coffee on the front porch and for the first time I was completely unaware that there was this other invisible killer floating around the world right now. This COVID-19, this pandemic that has swept across not only our country here in America but the entire world. People are dying. A lot of people are sick. But more importantly, there are a lot of people right now that are scared. Scared of the unknown. Scared about their jobs being gone. And they're fearful for what is going to happen next. So, in light of that, I wanted to bring somebody on that got me into thinking differently. There was this pause when I watched this show and it's not released yet. So consider yourself lucky that you're going to get in on this, but I'm telling you, it was the gift of Oh. Man, this is this is good. And at the end of the 20-minute episode, I didn't want it to be over. I I was ready for more. I was hungry for more. And as we're all sitting inside of our homes or on our farms or in our apartments in downtown major cities, the gift of a pause is something that is so needed. Tara Tucker, who is a filmmaker and a friend, along with her husband, Brandon, uh, Brandon Hess, have released something that is truly wonderful. And here to tell us about this, ladies first on this show, is Tara from her home out in California. Tara, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much, Matt. Um, It's so interesting that you say that the show is a pause. I really love that description. And I'm not going to call it a children's show because it's really not. It is a show for anybody and the the message is so wonderful. The show is is centered around your husband, and it's called Mr. Brandon's Block, and it's mm-hmm. it's going to debut on YouTube here later this month. And if you're watching this, I don't care if you're watching this six years from now, go back and find this episode. Tell me about it, though. Yeah. So um, this show has been 
you know, it's been a dream really of my husband since he was a kid when he was a boy watching Mr. Rogers. Um, he always looked up to him as so many kids did. Um, but it didn't really come into fruition until we had our daughter. Um, and, you know, we chatted about how do we handle, I mean, we work in, in Hollywood, you know, we work in film and television, but the need, the lack of pure children's content really came to light to both of us when we had our daughter. And we talked about what, what shows, you know, what's our core values here? What shows do we want to show her? Um, what, you know, what's our, our, um, guidepost on screen time, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's when we started actually talking about producing a show, um, producing Mr. Brandon's Block. Um, it's a show, it's a minimalistic show. It's, it's hosted by my husband, Brandon. Um, it's pure, it's slow, it's meditative. Um, and all of and, that, you know, pardon the lack, hey, I'm sitting here in Georgia, and mm-hmm. I can hear I can hear my neighbor going, sounds kind of California. Well, yes, but but you gotta watch it. I mean, you just have to watch mm. it because it is minimalistic. It is it is meditative, and it's it's so unlike anything that's out there right now that just punches us in the face to get whatever it is out of the way in time for the commercial. This is not like that, and I yeah. I remember seeing um, myself watching it along with. Uh, along with my son, and it was just this moment where, I mean, that's it. It was just a moment of wow. of take it in, and when it was over, we both kind of looked at each other, and it was like, wow, that that was really, really good. And it is an homage to Mr. Rogers in the sense that it's it's in the style, it's it's in that so important style of saying, Take the time to take the time. Mm-hmm. Was it your idea or his to put the phone back in his pocket when he says, oh, who's this? And then <laughs> he puts his phone you know, back in his pocket. It was actually our investor's idea. Um, we had sent the script to him, and um, and he, he mentioned, he said, you know, you guys should really show how should we handle um, – technology and our devices that we all have in our back pocket. Um, and we love that idea and, and we're going to run, you know, we're going to run with that in future episodes. We're going to really talk about, um, social media, you know, it's, it, you know, Brandon says it, that in the song, you know, a world of pretend. And then he holds up his phone, you know, it's, um, there's a, you know, a, a real mental health issue with, with our children because they don't know how to handle social media. I mean, I'm personally so glad I did not have social media when I was growing up. Isn't that the um, truth? Right. And I just, you know, it's, it's so unhealthy. It's there. It's good for many things, especially right now when we're all isolated. I see that it really is bringing people together. Um, but we have to be able to, know how to handle it. And so we're hoping that this show can, can talk about that with these kids. How do parents trust you with this? Walk me down that road because trust is a big deal when it comes to children's programming or programming like this. And I would think the ultimate compliment would be a parent 
who allows their child to watch this, and the ultimate compliment would be that they haven't seen the episode themselves. How are you handling that? Talk to the moms and dads right now. That's a a really good question. I mean, I think, first of all, trust is a gut feeling for parents. Um, Second of all, the show, um, when we were putting the show together, um, we decided to always have it in an open public place. So Mr. Brandon is addressing kids in the public, in the open. There's other kids around. There's other adults around. He never will bring them into a room. Um, you wow. know, so now, I think see, I didn't even think that way. <laughs> that mm-hmm. wasn't, so, right. okay. All right. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. The only exception to that is when he goes into the classroom, um, with Mrs. Grace, but we actually frame it as if the kids aren't actually in the classroom, you know, so it's after school. Um, wow. so, and, and that's, you know, those are some of the things that are, are different today than they were 20 years ago. Um, and then topics, I mean, that's a big trust thing. I mean, this is, this is truly, it seems to me that it's truly for the kids and I, and Mm -hmm. I love that, but I also think, as I said, I'm not going to call it a children's show because it's, it is, it's good for, it's just good for the soul to, to Mm -hmm. see something like this and to see people interacting like this. And you guys, you're, you're a young couple. I mean, you're starting out in your, in your life. And you're trying to do this, and I think it's wonderful. Why is the phone beeping? Hang on a second. <laughs> do not disturb is on. All right, you're a young couple, and you're doing this early on in your marriage, and I, th- I think it's, I think it's noble, and I think it's great. But there are a lot of people that aren't thinking like this, and that don't have the resources uh, to do this. Let's talk a little bit about your your life before your daughter came along because you are a filmmaker and a successful one at that. Mm-hmm. So brag on yourself just a little bit because I want people yeah. to know the, the caliber that they're dealing with here. Tara. Oh, I love that. Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah. So my husband and I, Brandon and I, we met in graduate school. Uh, we went to the American Film Institute in Los Angeles and we fell in love and you're actually going to appreciate this, Matt, with history. We fell in love producing our thesis film called First in Flight, which is about the Wright brothers. Um, and we, it's, it's so interesting. My husband and I, we come from completely different tracks, different families. We are so night and day different from each other. And I guess opposites attract in many ways. Um, and we, we fell in love, and the year we got married in 2014, we built our production company. And we just, you know, found in each other that we can just dream with each other. And that's, I think that's what really brought us together. Um, and so we built our production company. Um, we, we have been writing feature films. We've been producing feature films. Um, we, we do commercials and music videos. Um, so that was, you know, and we still have that business that keeps us very busy. Um, and then our daughter came in 2019 and that's when we really set out to produce some content for her. Well, it's, it's wonderful. You've had a, your first, uh, million dollar film. Uh, and I think it's wonderful. I mean, the budget on that is, is nothing to sneeze about and, I, I just think you're doing great work. And, you know, I hope that people see this. It's coming out in just a few days now. 
And I hope that they share it because if they don't yeah. share it and, and, and help spread the word, this isn't going to go anywhere. You have one episode in the can and you're looking for partners at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, no, thanks for saying that. I think the biggest thing we're asking people to do is to go onto our YouTube channel, to press subscribe, um, to watch and share with their friends, aunts, uncles, grandparents, parents, kids. Um, we just want to get this show out there. I think it's great. Now, is he going to is he going to clam up when we put him on? Because <laughs> there's so much talent in Brandon that I don't think anybody realized. I mean, he, the, from the music to I know. to are you probably the animation? I mean, all of this stuff that he that he's been holding out on us with. I, it's and just, there's more, I promise I, you. There I can't more. wait. Is he gonna is he gonna go into that or are you gonna have to stand off the phone and prod him with it a little bit? <laughs> I think he'll get into it. You might right. have to prod him a little bit. I'll All go right. get him. Well Tara, thank you. Yeah, because he's watching your daughter right now. So Yeah, exactly. We're so, gonna go do the transfer. This is divide and conquer. I love it. And uh, Absolutely. Tara, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Matt, for this opportunity. I'll All go right. get Brandon. All right, great. So while we wait for Brandon to come to the phone, I'm telling you, if you watch, if you just watch one episode of Mr. Brandon's Block, I think you're going to be converted and you're going to see what I'm seeing in this. So we're changing gears now. Brandon from Mr. Brandon's Block is here. Brandon Hess, the other part of Tucker Hess Productions is here. Brandon, I, you have been holding out. I had no idea that you were a composer, that you were... Did you do the drawings too? You had to have... I, I on actually, the animations. Tara's cousin uh, did those drawings, and we were just so happy with those. Well, it's amazing. All the voice work, Mr. Brandon's Block, it debuts the 13th of April on YouTube, and it, it's getting started. Brandon, I just love it, and I've, I've shared that with you privately, that I, I think this is really going somewhere. But But share with me a little bit about the why, because you and I sort of talked about this, these kids that uh, that are growing up right now, they're, they, they're facing challenges that you and I never even thought about. Yeah, it's very true. You know, it's, it's something, you know, to, to dial back from to, to the beginning of, of the passion for me for a show like this was when I was a kid sitting in front of a TV watching Mr. Rogers, and I felt like he was talking straight to me. And it was my favorite kid show. And I have just such fond memories that he felt like my friend. I, uh, you know, recently being a father, uh, we have a 14-month-old daughter. Uh, we started to look at the current landscape of kids' entertainment, and there really wasn't anything that talked straight to kids, that gave them silence to respond and kind of prioritized wonder above entertainment and morality and sort of a meditative approach to the kind of peaceful childhoods I think we all remember. Uh, and it's a real challenge when we talk with young parents where they sort of draw the line on screen time and cell phones. And a lot of shows right now are quite frankly, getting faster and faster and sort of 
contributing to the speed of social media and give mom and dad some more minutes of serenity that they can hand their kid an iPhone at a restaurant. And what the kid walks away with is just maybe a little more dopamine running through their brain, but not necessarily something that left them with a message on life and relationships and love and kindness and feelings that maybe they didn't get to process. One thing I loved about Mr. Rogers, he gave silence for kids to actually talk. And we try to do that in the show. Um, but it, it's So the show for me has been a passion since, since I can remember. Tara and I had been talking about it for maybe a decade. And being a father, there's something that changes in your brain. When I held, you know, my little girl, I mean, you could literally feel the lobes in your brain shift. And and Tara and I sort of said, we've got to do something about this. I think it, I, I just looked up this article that um been quoting for a while, but it was a, a year and a day ago, an article was released, a CNN article, that between 2007 and 2015, the amount of hospitalizations for suicidal attempts and thoughts for children and teens in the United States doubled. Psychologists are calling um, it just a travesty, and they're linking it down to several issues. There's lots of, the reasons are complicated, but one sort of stands out, and it's the rise of social media and cyberbullying that comes with it. And for the first time, kids are handed a phone and have no sort of way to navigate just how incredible the tool is. Uh, um, there's apps that are sort of geared for kids, one called Facetune that you it's Photoshop for, for kindergartners. I mean, you can change images and so that professionals don't even know which one is reality and which one's fake. And so for kids who especially don't have a cognitive capacity to sort of distinguish between the two, it gets really scary because they start to learn bad lessons like the amount of followers and friends that you have actually attributes value. It's something that even businesses will stand behind. They'll find influencers to sort of plug their business to help drum up more sales. And so there is sort of a value that we in our society equate to the amount of followers and friends and how do you get more followers and friends and how do you keep that speed up when we're sort of losing the message of friendship and kindness and we have a generation who who knows a lot of animated characters like SpongeBob SquarePants but you hand them a photo of Mr. Rogers and they they don't know who that is. We wanted to create a show that 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 tipped a hat to Mr. Rogers, but also was our own thing that also talked about balancing technology in today's world. There's um, uh, our investor had such a great idea for this, this pilot episode that I would get a phone call. <laughs> Tara and, and I were talking was, about this. Yeah. I brought it up. I said, it's just, it's, it's so true. It is so true. Yeah. And, and put it away. And so right. it, we, we want to put those kind of messages in each of the shows. 
Um, and and one reason why we're, we released it during this quarantine, we're getting just horrible reports that that suicidal calls and hotlines have um, multiplied by a factor of 10 and domestic abuse is on the rise and some kids are having mental issues who are quarantined in maybe not so healthy home environments and school is actually the peaceful escape for them. So uh, we feel like more than ever, it's a great time for the show. It's a great time to share this show, subscribe to the show. Um, I'm sure Tara's mentioned that we we are stepping out on a limb here to create this episode in hopes that we find a partner to produce the next seven scripts that that we've already written that are ready to go. Um, so so please, anyone listening, we we'd love for you to help us get the word out there by sharing the video and subscribing to our channel to help us spread that word. Well, I'll tell you, I I told Terry this. I can't remember if it was offline before we started the the show, but. The sad thing is most of your fans don't have bank accounts yet. So <laughs> it they're going I you know the listener uh to this show is going to have to to show it to him and I and I'm I'm serious I'm speaking directly to you. I never say the listener, just you. Watch this and send me a message back. I mean if you if you don't if you think I've missed the mark on this, send me a message back because I'd love to know and I'm going to forward it on to Brandon and Tara because they're going to want to know. I'm telling you, this is good. This is good stuff, and there is so there's a lot of good stuff in the world today, but a lot of people don't step up and and offer it in the way that that Brandon and Tara are doing. And I think when you see that, you're going to walk away and say, "Man, I I get what Matt was talking about now because it is it's this pause, it's this gift of a pause, it's this gift of of something good." that we're not used to seeing. And when your brain sees something good or hears something good, it notices in a way that, that we don't notice things today. Brandon, I love the quote from Tony Bennett. And he says, you know, there are only two types of music, good and bad, right? And, and this falls squarely in the good category. You are the composer. I didn't know that. I had no idea. There's so much about you. That I, I didn't know, and there's so much of you in this show that it's it's really, really wonderful. Walk Thank me you. through for the for the you know the guy or the gal right now who's hearing this on their morning drive, who is still gainfully employed, but knows, but knows somebody or has that that nagging that nagging voice in the back of their head that says, you know, you could be doing more. Talk to me about that that step in faith or whatever you want to call it, that, that moment where you're standing there on the edge of the cliff, like Indiana Jones, and you know, you know the stairs are there, the, the walkway's there, but but talk to me about that first step because I feel like you and Tara just kind of grabbed hands, you got your daughter in the other somehow, and you're you're linked up and you you both just took that step. You took that step off the cliff, onto the stairs, out in well, faith with this. Talk to me know, about that. I, I really, you know, love Tara. We, she, she really also, it just, it's really great to have that person in your life who helps prod your dreams and, and encourage you to take that leap. You know, I remember back to 2014 when we started our company, she suggested it. 
she said, why don't we just start a company together? And, you know, we're, we're married at the time and, and we had fallen in love working with each other. And then we've actually told each other our feelings. So we sort of like knew like working with each other was something we wanted to do for the rest of our life. And then when we found out we both were in love with each other, it was great. So our company started that way. This started that way where I said, man, I have this dream. And she said, you should really go for it. And let's just put pen to page and let's start making things happen. Um, one of those big moments, I, I was on, on set in Minnesota and this, the future investor, he um, was on set. He, he had handed out these journals to the crew and they were two different types of journals. The really nice ones with squishy leather covers and the just plain paper ones. And I turned and and I said to the crew, I said, well, it's what's on the inside that counts. <laughs> and and that's if if you've seen the episode, that's right. the, the song that we sing in that, I sing in that. And so the ep, the this this guy turns to me, sorry, he's become a co-producer and our partner. He said, you sounded just like Mr. Rogers when you said that. And I said, well, you know, he's my hero, and I really want to do a show that's very similar to that. And he said, if you do it, I'll invest in it. And there you go. And so, yeah, that that was the, the start of it. But at that time, it was all written. I was just looking for a way to actually make it. And that was just uh, destiny. <laughs> yeah, so, and you have um, to be willing to listen, right? I mean, that's part of it. Um, that's been an ongoing prayer request of mine is let me hear, let me really hear. And, and you have to pay attention to those moments in life because if you don't, if you don't take the time to listen, I mean, you can miss something big. And, and because you've listened to that, that had to have helped take that step as a married couple. That moment. Yeah. I think after you take the step and you're right, you're all alone when you first take that step then you start to see little winks, little clues, little little things that help encourage your journey. And sometimes it's people like that man I was talking about. And sometimes it's life events. We had decided to do this before the documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor came out. I remember when that trailer dropped and my heart stopped. I said, Tara, there's a documentary about Mr. Rogers. We're sort of like in, really inspired by him at doing this kid show. And it still took another year beyond that before we ran into Investor. And then um, then the movie with Tom Hanks came out. So we felt like these were two little like zeitgeist moments that were also helping pave the way. And they were really encouraging sort of to the dreamer in us that was pushing it I forward. love that. I love that the, the homage is there. And I get that. I get that he was big in your life. But I, I don't want people, because I don't see it this way. I don't see this as the playbook's been written. This is yeah. the continuation. I don't see it that way. This is something right. that is, A, so needed, B, completely different on a lot of levels. You are your own man, and you bring your own your own gifts to the table. And I want you to talk a little bit about that, because... You know, the, the, as I said, the guy or the gal that's on their way in, or the, or the, even the person at home, and maybe, maybe that's even even more important. The person at home right now, 
who knows they could be doing more, but maybe they're fearful. Mm-hmm. Talk to that because fear, fear is big. I mean, everybody is so afraid right now, afraid of the virus, afraid of, of the unknown. And, you know, life's full of unknowns, but, but you seem to have been able to kind of get around that and just keep going. So address that just a little bit. And yeah. then I have one more question before we wrap things up for you, but, but just address that, if you will, briefly. Yeah, well, one one comment on on sort of the difference of us not trying to just do what Mr. Rogers did. There was a a, a musician, Tara and I once had the privilege of interviewing, and he said something that stuck with me. He said, um, "I could have a career being someone else, but that doesn't sound like much fun at all. I'd rather just do one being me." And so, when you, I think, just enjoy the uniqueness of you. That's one thing that we say in the, in the show all the time. There's no one in the world exactly like you that if we didn't do this, it would never exist. I mean, the unique expression that, that only you can give would never be out in the world unless you take that leap of, and so I think sometimes, you know, like John Wayne said, courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) So I think it does take wow. that choice and then all the 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 joy and the creativity and the love that's in your heart, it all can follow after you just say, okay. I love what you this. said, though. I love what you said about being you because it takes so much effort to, to not be yourself, right? It takes so much effort and energy yeah. to not be authentic to who you really are. And then when you find that, when you find that, that motivation, it's just... It's like the floodgates open. Talk to me about trust. I asked Tara this question. I want to ask you because it's not something you take lightly. Yeah. How do you decide what's good and what's bad to put into this show? It's mm. a good question. Well, I think good and bad is is all subjective to to what what we're feeling. I think we need to follow our heart and what we feel are the messages that are being missed right now. We have a very divisive world. We have um, sort of a lot of people arguing uh, on two different sides of aisles. We have a lot of uh, political points out there, and we don't have a lot of love. And people who are sort of remembering what kindness is all about and that forgiveness is the one thing that evil can't stand. And I think we, we have a sort of rule of thumb with this show that we want to always be very loving and be sort of a, a, a voice of a void that's not being spoken of much right now. I do think that this quarantine and coronavirus, one of the pro sides is that I don't see a, a lot of arguments on Facebook anymore and Instagram. A lot of people are sort of realizing that we're one and we, we need to really love each other and respect each other. That's something that I think we, we, we really trust that we is a good message that's really solid and will never be out of fashion. Kindness is never out of fashion and love is never out of fashion. I think we, uh, as a culture, are now 
realizing that kindness is really cool. And so I think that's one thing that really helps us decide on 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 what to include in the show. I love it. Well, Brandon, thanks for being here. We're all out yeah, of time. Speaking of Okay. <laughs> We're all out of time. Well, it's time it's oh. time to it's time to say goodbye. I don't have a song to sing though. Oh, I feel so left okay. out. You know? What did you want to say though in wrapping up here? I'll give you I the final I just wanted to say one more thing about trust, which is I really trust Tara. I'm so happy that she directs the show. I trust her more than anyone, her directorial sense. And so on set, when I get to look back and see her give a thumbs up or that kind of other face, it really helps me know if we got it or not. And so I'm really happy to have her as a partner and that we get to do this show. I'm just happy to have you as a friend. I mean oh, that. you too, Mr. Matt Jolly. I really mean it. I, I, I think the world of what you're doing and I want the world. I want the world to see it. And you know what? I, this show, it tells unique American stories because I believe in our country. And I, I want to see, see our country be okay. And I want to see the people who are hurting and who are afraid that live here uh, get through this. You know, you got to clean up your own backyard first, right? So that's why we started this show, just to sort of get to know our neighbors and have that empathy because you have to you have to know somebody before you can like them and then you have to like them before you can love them and we just don't know our neighbors that's what got me motivated on this show is that we just don't know our neighbors the pew uh, research foundation they did a a wonderful study on that and I, i love i love that you're outside that you're getting to know your neighbors on this episode and more importantly you're encouraging kids to get out there and love not only their neighbor, but themselves, because it is what's on the inside that counts. You can see the episode, April the 13th, on YouTube. And if you want to see more, hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, and maybe send them a message. Maybe send them a message that, you know what, if you know somebody who can make this happen, let's do it and and let's meet back here. Because I'm telling you, Brandon, we're all pulling for you, and we want to see this thing succeed. All our well, best, this buddy. Show is just so helpful. Thanks so much for inviting us and, and covering this show. It, it really means the world to us. Brandon, that's history worth saving. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>